Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Proverbs 24, we are reading verse 3. It says, Through wisdom is an house builded. See that? Through wisdom is an house builded. Let me read to you the amplified version. It says, through skillful and godly wisdom is a house, a life, a home, a family built. Wisdom. Wisdom is fundamental to your success. Wisdom is fundamental to your success. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Are you all there? Let's read from another translation. This is the New Living Translation. It says a house is built how? By wisdom. In other words, your life, your home, your family will lack stability without wisdom. Wisdom is fundamental to success. Isaiah 33. Isaiah 33. And I'm going to read a very, very important verse. Hallelujah. Let me read to you from the King James, verse 6. It says, And wisdom and knowledge shall be what? The stability of thy times. You see, success or prosperity without wisdom is not sustainable. And if you want to experience sustainable success, you need wisdom. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Let's go back to where we were. Proverbs 4, verse 7. Proverbs 4, verse 7. It says, wisdom is the principal thing. Hallelujah. It says, wisdom is first wisdom is first say it with me say wisdom is first if you get money without wisdom the money will destroy you you see you cannot manage wealth without wisdom and that's why people who become rich by maybe 419 or things like that, eventually they end up being broke. People who win the lottery all over the world, they end up being broke. Why? Wisdom is first. Say it with me. Wisdom is first. Say it again. Wisdom is first. 
Hallelujah. Go very quickly to Proverbs 3. Proverbs chapter 3. I want to read verse 13. Happy is the man that findeth wisdom. That word there is asha. It means blessed is the man that findeth wisdom. And what's the opposite of blessed? Talk to me now. That means to be without wisdom is to be on thy case. See, I'm, I'm here to provoke you so that you as a business person, you will pursue wisdom. You will seek it, prioritize it, because not many do. Not many do. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Let me read the Amplified to you. It says, happy, blessed, fortunate, enviable is the man who finds skillful and godly wisdom. Now, if the man who finds wisdom is happy, that means your depression is traceable to a lack of wisdom. If you're depressed right here, right now, it is proof positive you lack wisdom. Because the Bible says happy is the man that findeth wisdom. Hallelujah. Go to Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 15. Ecclesiastes chapter 10. I love this scripture so much. Are you there? I'll read verse 15. They're going to verse 10. Let's read it together, please. One, two, read. Ecclesiastes 10, verse 15. It says, The labor of the foolish, the opposite of wisdom, wearieth every one of them. Because he knoweth not how to go to the city. In other words, frustration is traceable to a lack of wisdom. If you are frustrated in any area of your life, that is the area of your life you lack wisdom. Let me read something quickly. We'll come back here. Exodus. Chapter 31. Are you there? I'm going to read verse 1. It says, And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, See, I have called by name Bezalel, the son of Uri, of the tribe, of Judah, I have filled him, watch this, with the Spirit of God in wisdom and in understanding and in knowledge and in all manner of workmanship. 
Now, if you observe the meaning of the word all manner of workmanship, you will notice that that word means ministry or vocation. These men, God said, I have filled them with the Spirit of God in wisdom, in understanding, and in knowledge, the three fundamentals for success. In order for them to do any kind of work. So whether you're in business, whether you're in ministry, whether you're a parent, you need the three fundamentals of success. Your why, your how, and what? And what? And your what? Praise God. I said praise God. Are you all there? Exodus 36 verse 1. Bear with me, I'm taking you somewhere. It says, Then wrought Bezalid and Ahuriab, and every wise-hearted man, in whom the Lord put wisdom and understanding, watch this, to know how. The Bible says, The labor of the foolish, wearied every one of them. Why? Because they lack the three fundamentals. These men were filled with wisdom, knowledge, and what? And understanding. And here the Bible says the reason for that is for them to know how to work. All manner of work for the service of the sanctuary. According to all the Lord has commanded. I want you to think about it. If you are frustrated on your job, I can trace it to these three fundamentals wisdom knowledge and what and understanding the living bible in proverbs 24 verse 3 says every enterprise is built by wise planning it says any enterprise is built by wise planning that tells me if you are not planning, you are not wise. Hello. If you are not planning, you are not wise. Why? Because any enterprise is built by wise planning. I'm a student of documentaries, especially when it comes to successful people in the world, and biographies. And one thing is obvious from every success story. They had a definite plan of what they wanted to achieve in life. Every success story. Whether it's Bishop Uedipo, whether it's Pastor Chris, whether it's Steve Jobs, whether it's Bill Gates, they had a definite plan of what they wanted to achieve. The Bible says every enterprise or any enterprise is built by wise planning. The question I want to ask you is that do you have a plan for your life? It has been said to fail to plan, come on, is to plan to fail. And it's obvious that the people who plan eventually succeed for the most part. I told you some time ago 
about the research done in Harvard. And he found out that three, actually about 7% of them knew in their minds what they wanted to do. But only 3% wrote it down. See, only 3% wrote it down. And guess what? When he checked those students later, about five years later, they were the ones achieving those things. Because any life, any marriage, any home, any enterprise, any ministry is built by wise planning. It's important you know where you want to go to. And two, it is also important to know how to get there. You see, a lot of people know where they want to get to the city. They don't know how to get there. That's the plan. And it's the wisdom of God that will give you the ability to strategize effectively to make maximum impact. Are we together? I said, are we together? Let me read again verse 1. Then wrote Bezalel and Aholiab. They did it. They were successful. And every wise-hearted man in whom the Lord put wisdom and understanding to know how. They had the know-how. Ecclesiastes 10 verse 15. Some of you are praying wrong prayers. Kill my enemies. Kill my stepmother. Your frustration when you look at the Bible, it's traceable to ignorance. Look at this. It says, The labor of the foolish weareth every one of them because he knoweth not how to go to the city. He knows where he wants to go. But he lacks a plan, a roadmap of how to get there. There are many of you here who are saying to yourselves, I want to have a very big business that will make millions of naira or dollars euros or pounds for the gospel will give millions to and all that praise god what is the plan no plan whatever would be would be to say that's a filius mantra success is intentional did you hear me? Success is intentional. You cannot succeed by mistake. It's not possible. All those by mistake successes, you all know their story. Before long, it's a sad story. Why? Because success by luck is not sustainable. You hear of men like Cristiano Ronaldo. And all these men that are good in sport, you forget that they practice often. I want you to think about that. One of the most successful men in the world, in the public speaking arena, reads four books every week. I think I know why he's articulate. He reads four books every week. He has a plan. Bishop Oedipus reads four books before every message. 
He has a plan. What is your plan? By that I mean your plan of action. What are you going to do to get you from here to there? You know, a lot of people say they have wishes. But life today or life before has never been run by wishes. There must be a plan of action. Are you out there? I said, are you out there? Let me read something to you that stayed my life many years ago. And did affect my thinking. Proverbs 12. Proverbs chapter 12. And I'm reading verse 27. It says, A slothful man roasted not that which he took in hunting. Notice the man caught something. The man caught something. And the Bible says he's slothful. The Bible says he that is slothful is brother to him that is a destroyer. He says a slothful man roasted not that which he took in hunting. What is he saying? He's saying the man that is not a finisher is slothful. I've noticed something about successful people. They are committed people. Are you a committed person? You started reading a book two weeks ago, you dropped it. On how to become better at your business, how to become better in your trade. You dropped the book. And you say you don't know why you're frustrated, why your business is not working. You're not ready. You see, there's something I learned many years ago from a dear man of God. He said, to fail to prepare is to prepare to fail. And that's why I live a life of preparation. Why? Because the future belongs to those who prepare for it. And that's why we plan. See? So now we know the plan of action. What are we going to do from here to there? I want to be a millionaire. I want to be a billionaire. I want to have businesses that are all over the country. That means you need more than entrepreneurial skills. See? Because an entrepreneur can only manage one business at a time. You have to now have what we call leadership skills. Leadership skills. That's why Ray Kroc threw the McDonald's business and made it a worldwide franchise. What was the issue? He had leadership skills. He bought it from the brothers. The brothers couldn't take it beyond where it was. Why? They did not, own that. They did not know how. Their own business right now has made another person richer than they are. He bought it from them. He did not know how. The labor of the foolish, they built the business. McDonald's. Another person came, bought it from them, and made the business 
a success story. I want you to think about it. Will someone buy your business tomorrow because you failed to prepare now? Will your business someday be headed by somebody else? The business you started because you couldn't take it to the next level? I want you to think about it. They built the business. They wanted it to be a franchise all over America and possibly the world. But they couldn't. And somebody came, offered them money, built the business, and made lots of money out of it, more than the brothers that started it. Why? They lacked know-how. I want you to think about it. Many businesses have been bought all around the world. Why? Because many of the, the entrepreneurs that started it lack the know-how on how to take it to the next level. And they are fed up with it. Somebody comes who has the know-how and takes that business from them to the next level. This thoughtful man roasted not that which he took in a hunting. He caught it. He killed the animal. He started the business but added no value to it. The business at the end of the day, became a failure. I want you to think about it. I want you to think about it. Are you going for wisdom, understanding, and knowledge? It's a question that we all need to answer. In our pursuit of success. Look at this. But the substance. Of the diligent man. Is what? Is precious. I want you to think about it. All the world's wealth is in Africa. I don't think there's anything we need in the world. That cannot be found. Whether it's gold. Precious minerals. They are here in Africa. But Africa is still the poorest continent. It has the most resources hunting. But it lacks the know-how to add value to what they have. Nigeria drills oil. And sells it to the west. At how many dollars for a barrel? So cheap. But we import this oil from other countries. Know-how. Lack of know-how. That's the bane of Africa's success. Because we do not, for the most part understand the importance of these fundamentals are you aware for instance let me read it to you we'll come back here proverbs 28 proverbs 28 why are there wars in africa more than you see in europe and america in these countries 
verse 2. It says, For the transgression of a land, many are the princes thereof. But by a man of understanding and knowledge, the state thereof shall be what? Prolonged. He didn't say by prayer and fasting. By a man of understanding. Crisis everywhere in Africa. There is a lack of men of understanding and knowledge. There are three fundamentals to your success. Wisdom. Understanding. And what? And knowledge. So it's important that you make up your mind when you leave this place. To begin to prioritize what are you learning now? Wisdom. It will give you the ability to plan. See? Understanding. Keeping abreast of the facts. Let's go to Proverbs 24. And I want to read something to you from the Amplified Version. Are you learning something today? All right. I'm reading Proverbs 24, 3, Amplified. Through skillful and godly wisdom, it's a house, life, a home, a family built, and by understanding, it is established on a sound and what? And good foundation. And if the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? So you can see why families scatter. It's a lack of wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. See, these are prayers you should pray for yourself. Colossians 1.9 Philippians 1.9 Ephesians 1.17 See? Because you can have the information and not know how to use it. See? We're watching some things on TV yesterday, uh, like what some developments in the world. And I, I told my wife, I said, these are things an African will go and learn and come and teach us. There are a lot of things that are being developed in the world right now, if you're unaware of it. Some of you are already aware of cars that drive themselves. A lot of things will be operating by themselves very soon. Lots, lots of things. And they are producing these things. Why? They know how. See? So when you lack know how, your productivity is limited. We can make a car. How can we make a car? By copying the one that existed. So we make the car and we now make, uh, this is a car, everything here made in Nigeria. Is it better than what the white man made before? No, sir. Still, you're even behind. They don't give me money to make more of this car that is going out of style. Know how. 
I don't know if you heard one of the research they're doing right now on how to move the human body from one point to another without the person moving. They've already done it with molecules. People are thinking. Someone says it's not possible. I, I cannot say it's not possible. There are many things they say is not possible that have been possible. Come on now. So one day cars will drive themselves. People say it's a lie. It's happening now. Cars can park themselves. There are cars that know your voice. If you are not the person, the car will not drive. They know your thumbprint. You come out in the morning and you, you call your car. You use your remote controlled garage. It goes up and your car backs up before you moves and come and parks by your side. You enter and close the door. That's what you call an automobile. That's not a car. It's an automobile. It's called know-how. And when I see these things on TV, I tell my wife, I said, why is it that the body of Christ is always behind? I said, because we are not thinking. You will spend time in the word of God. It will quicken your thinking. I just got great news. I was so happy how the man that developed the Colgate toothbrush is a Christian. And the strategies he used to build his business. I was so excited. I was like, these are things that are teaching in schools today. In business schools. Where did he get it from? From reading his Bible. He had a know-how. From reading his Bible. I was excited. So my excitement made me go and buy his his toothpaste. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you learning something today? Say wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. Okay. Verse 4. It says, And by knowledge shall his chambers of every area. Be filled with all precious and what? Did you see that? So it's, it's up to you. It's up to you. It's up to you. You make up your mind what you want to be in life. And how you want to be in life. I remember something Bishop Abel said many years ago. And it got my attention. He said... He told his friends that were into ministry part-time and they had big jobs and big businesses that they should watch him. That he would stay on the word of God and become wealthier than them. That they should watch him. And it's very true. He is wealthier than them. He is one of the richest men in the world. Before he started ministry, he read 26 biographies. 26. The wealthiest man in Australia is a Christian, you all know. He has read over 2,000 biographies. He's a Christian, born again believer, sound righteous man with ethics. 
wisdom, understanding, and give the last one to me, and knowledge. Because you are going to a field. You are going into the ministry. How many biographies have you read? How many biographies have you read? See? There are certain things I see in the minister's life, for instance, and he'll tell the story. And I say, okay, okay, good. This is something we are doing. Okay, so now I know why God has been telling me to do this. Then God told him to stop this thing. Now I know why God says we should stop this thing. Finis Jakes. How many of you know Dick's Bible? Finis Dick's. You know him? Finis Jennings Dick's. Okay. He has one scandal in his ministry that tainted him. He gave a woman a lift. Nothing happened. He gave a woman a lift. Nothing happened. So when they were checking to another state, and those days in America, called the laws, you can't carry a woman by your side. It had, she has to be your wife. So he said, oh, she's my wife. He just wanted to help her. And he lied. So when they write his biography, So when you see me as a sister, I say, Pastor, and I wave like this. It is not because I hate you. It's because I don't want to make the same mistake. Biography. There's a minister in Singapore. He gives no lady in this church a lift. Because he's a pastor. He's even from a brother, a pastor. He said, if somebody snaps me and puts it on paper, what will I say? I was carrying a sister. There are many pastors who have slept with sisters in their church. So how do you tell them that nothing happened between you and the sister you carried in the evening? So as I'm going, because the Bible says, flee every appearance of evil. Are you following me? Say wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. When Bishop Abel started ministry, he had a secretary that was in her 50s or 60s. She could only type with one hand. <laughs> How can you be tempted with that one? <laughs> Carry one flashy sister, Sister Charlene Gale. Hi, Pastor. Hi, Charlie. <laughs> Hugging yourself anyhow. No problem. The newspapers are waiting. 
the newspapers are written. Smarts. Smarts. Let me read something to you. I'm reading the message translation, all right? Verse 5 and 6. It is better to be wise than strong. Intelligence outranks muscle any day. Intelligence outsmarts, outranks muscle any day. It's not by gra gra, they say in pidgin English. It's by smart work. Intelligence. That's why you can see a guy. I remember one time we were in school, a guy went to fight another one. He didn't know that guy was a karate expert. I was like, I'll just beat you. I just beat you. He said, Come. Come. As he was going, the guy flew. Boom. On his chest. Boom. Come. Come. He advised himself. One time in school, the guy went to fight with me. I was in GS3. He said, Fesso, just, I said, relax. Relax. I was wise. Am I right? He beats the other guy. All the kicks. Like, you know, usually I film trick. Those things in Chinese film, they are true. <laughs> there was a kick he gave one guy. I'm telling you, this is not film trick. The guy's two legs left the floor and flew to go and hit it. Is it a cupboard? We call them, we make them in body house and hit it, boom, and land. You know, they hit it and boom, like those movies. Real. They are telling me, Fesso, Fesso. Antony, relax. We can understand this thing. Fesso, fight me. Fight me. I see, I don't like to fight. <laughs> That's a wise man. Because I had fought before when I was younger. It was a short boy in our estate. His name was Matthew. I was taller than him. I a butter boy. I saw the guy Kukuru Sambe. I didn't know that that guy is old. <laughs> and he said, you know, they were jealous of me. I used to speak English and Ajay Butter. You, you guys, come on. You always go. Oh, remember. He said, I'm go fight. I was like, I'll, I'll beat you. <laughs> He said, more go fight. So he carried me in a, to a place in our estate where there were flowers. As I stood, he just, he was, was shot. I just come and gave me, he said, my lip tore. I said, I'm going home. He said, come, what's right here? So when I saw that other one, I'd advise myself. There was another one that happened in the village. I went to the village and, um, Birds used to fly around my grandfather's house. My grandfather, I'm from a royal family from my father's side and even from my mother's side. And we went to the village. The village boys were playing downstairs and I was speaking English and <laughs> but life hadn't me anyway. But this is it. This young man was talking downstairs. Are you crazy? You know that's where village was there. Are you crazy? Are you mad? I said, I was upstairs from my grandfather's house, the window. I said, see, I'll come downstairs and beat you. 
come. Village boy. I just ran. You know when you watch all those movies. Yeah. I just stood up and ran back upstairs. I lacked intelligence. I was looking at my side. This guy is a village boy. Maybe he used to go to the stream to fetch water. Intelligence. Hallelujah. Look at the next verse. The message, verse 6. Strategic planning is the key to warfare. To win, you need a lot of good counsel. See, strategic planning. Strategic planning. Are you aware we have a five to ten year plan to take over this nation of Jesus Tarris? Are you aware of it? When I mean take over this nation, I don't mean just churches. We're going to get a hold of the media to shape the thinking of our people. Strategic planning is the key. Look at what China is doing to America today. Look at what China is doing. They are buying most of the big businesses in the world competing with America. They had a plan. What was their plan? Provide cheap labor. So everybody was coming to build their factories in China. So where are you taxed? In China. So your country was losing money and losing jobs when you left America. So China right now is the second largest economy in the world. They've outgrown Japan. Strategic planning. I want my business to be the biggest in Yenagua. What is your plan? Have you thought it through? We're going to be looking at this in the morning services. The Bible says the wisdom of the prudent is to understand this way. How are you going to get from here to there? What is your plan? The wealthiest men in the world are not politicians. Are you aware of that? The wealthiest men in the world, they are not politicians. They are men with strategic planning. For instance, the rail industry is one of the most, most stable in America because you must transport the, the, the cargoes by containers through the rail. Are you aware that Bill Gates is one of the biggest investors in the rail? Warren Buffett in the rail? Nobody saw that coming. They were not thinking. You will sit down to think. You will pray. You ask God. You will talk to God. Show me. 
and we'll show you. So, did you see this part of the business in Nigeria? This is this is the next trend. And you have it made. You have it made because you are thinking. Everybody's running to, to attach themselves, young ministers, old ministers, to attach to politicians. What are we doing? Attaching ourselves to the youth. Because the youth is the future. Why? An idea that captures the mind of a nation's youth will soon walk its way into every area of society, especially in this multimedia age. So I'm not struggling. I am shaping the minds of the youth all over this nation by the grace of God. I remember, I shared this in closing. A guy from Libya who writes in Arabic clicked on my page on Facebook and said he likes Pastor David Fessel. We are on ABN which covers all of Africa. We're just taking the youth. Sometimes these Muslim boys come on Facebook to chat with me and they want to know. They want to know. Is Jesus Christ the Son of God? Please explain it to me. That's my only doubt in becoming a Christian. Who riots? The youth. Who gets involved in violence? The youth. If we capture the minds of the youth, we will change this nation. That's what a lot of, a lot of people in the body of Christ they wonder, why are you putting so much on television? It's the youth. A major militant came from Ogbea to our church, met with Pastor Nas to be led to Christ. How did he see me? On TV. Show me, Lord. And the Lord spoke to me, never underestimate the power of the media. Media shapes culture. Thank you, sir. So I want you to get on radio and TV and the internet for me. Your own business. Have you thought about it? I was watching a documentary between 12 and 1 this morning on how to use social media to, to effect change in the world. Many people were sleeping. When I saw that program was coming on by 12, I knew I must watch it. Wisdom, understanding. Give the last one to me. 